0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to a special National Podcast Posting Month Roundtable. Uh, We're going to talk to you in just a few minutes about what that means, just in case you haven't heard, though you probably have heard us talking about a lot. I am one of your hosts, Jesse Jackson. Joining me today is Jennifer and Dee, and I am thrilled to be talking to fellow podcasters. Welcome to the recording.
1: I'm glad to be here
2: thank you very glad to be here thanks for having me jesse
0: oh it and just i i love it I, i i love everything about the podcast community and and just how we all try to help each other um so why don't we go around the table we'll start with jennifer talk about who you are where you're from and kind of a little bit your your elevator pitch about your podcast
1: My name is Jennifer Navarrete. I first heard about podcasting back in 2005. And when I realized, first of all, I didn't know what it was, but when I realized what it was, the single thought that drove me forward was that I could record a podcast, put it online, and no one could stop me. And I was just like, sign me up. And the rest is history because I've never looked back.
0: Is there a specific podcast you're doing or you do multiples?
1: Over the last almost 15 years, what I've done is several shows that have come and gone, shows that I do specifically for events. In this case, for Pomo, I will say that that's probably the only podcast that I have done consistently for the last 12 years. I did Morning Brewcast to begin with, then Tech in 20, and in between, I've done a lot of other different shows. But I'm someone who now has switched over to doing more of the production, teaching, training speaking up on stage, speaking to small groups, kind of bringing in the folks who are afraid of getting into podcasting because there's this perceived and actual very real real tech barrier to entry, trying to simplify it to make sure that folks know, hey, the water's fine, come on in.
0: Very nice. And Dee, how about yourself?
2: Well, my name is Dee Price. I am originally from New York and uh, living in South Carolina right now. And I had never heard of podcasting until I met Jennifer in 2017 and did not really realize that it was going to be something that I would be getting into. So I am very new. This is my first time even ever attempting anything like this. So uh, I'm kind of like the baby.
0: <laughs> well, we are glad you're here. What um, Are you doing a specific podcast?
2: Yes. Um, the podcast uh, that I have been doing um, have been on fear. Um, it seems like fear has just gripped our nation, our world. And every time you turn around, there are just elements of fear popping up everywhere. And so that's my, my podcasts are about combating fear, about not walking in fear, about um, kicking it out of your lives, that you can live fear-free.
0: Oh, that sounds really nice. We may have to talk a little bit more at that. Well, I am Jesse Jackson. I'm from Dallas, Texas. Um, I do several podcasts, a lot of fan podcasts about different TV shows. I do uh, Next Stop Everywhere about Doctor Who. I do a Phantom Zone podcast that currently is covering HBO's Watchmen, uh, Titan Talk, which is about the, the Titans. But the podcast that I most Um, is kind of my baby, is a podcast called Set Lusting Bruce, a Bruce Springsteen podcast. And for the past over 300 episodes, I've talked to Bruce Springsteen fans from around the world about uh, his music and what it's meant to him, sharing sometimes uh, funny stories, sometimes touching stories. And it's truly been kind of a wonderful part of my life, just sharing the amount of joy and inspiration people have gotten from Bruce's music. Um, So that's kind of, that's who we are. Uh, Now, Jennifer, you are kind of our leader, but talk to us about what is, as we have said in our hashtags, N-A-P-O-D-P-O-M-O. Talk about what that is and how it started and, and your goals that when you originally kicked this off.
1: NAPOD POMO stands for National Podcast Post Month, and it's really modeled after NanoRIMO, which is National Novel Writers Month. Back in 2007, I heard about NaNoWriMo for the first time, and I thought, "Hmm, that's kind of cool. 50,000 words in 30 days? I'm not interested in doing that, but I like that writers are doing that kind of a challenge. And then I heard about Nablo Pomo, National Blog Post Month. And these were the bloggers doing one blog post a day for 30 days. And I thought, oh, that's that's kind of cool. And and as a podcaster, we we wind up writing blog posts to show notes for our episodes. So I thought, oh, that's something I could do. And then I heard about the video bloggers. Back then they were called vloggers. I don't, that's not a term that a lot of folks use anymore, but that was the term for people doing video, you know, online. And they were doing a 30-day challenge called Navlo Pomo which is national vlog post month and I thought, "Wow, oh, even the video folks are doing this." I'm like, oh, I got to go join the podcast version of this." And I went and looked and looked and looked. And there was no such thing, and I was really shocked. I couldn't believe that the vloggers were doing stuff, but the podcasters weren't. Now, this was just a few days before November 1. So, I thought, "I'm going to create that." And I did. And I had no idea if anybody was going to join me, but I just threw it out there on social inside of my podcasting network and let folks know, I'm doing this thing. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm going to try and do 30 podcast episodes in the month of November and let's see what happens. And at the end of it all, we had 50 people who had joined. And to me, that was shocking because I didn't know what it was going to be, but it turned out to be really amazing. And so we've been doing this since then, you know, and, and I say we, because it's this global podcast community. And, and it always has been. If you think about podcasting, starting back in 2004, that was Adam Curry and Dave Weiner. And Adam Curry was living in the Netherlands at the time. and Dave Weiner was here in the U.S. And so to me, podcasting, the nation of podcasters is global. It always has been. And so that's why, you know, National Podcast Post Month. But the best thing about it is really this opportunity that we as a podcasting community have. To get together and really experiment and try new things and kind of like a boot camp and I, I like to use the hashtag fail fast get good because you know Dee probably can attest to this her thirtieth show was vastly different than her show one and that's true for all of us whether you're a new podcaster entering into the space for the first time or whether you're a veteran like myself and others who've been been there done that but we want to try new things.
0: The story I tell often, Jennifer, is um, when. I was podcasting and I, Lynette Carolla, did a few episodes where she talked to some of her celebrity friends about their fandom of Bruce Springsteen and they, she quit doing the show and I was really unhappy and in the spirit of lighting a candle instead of cursing the darkness, I decided to start this and so i love the idea that you did the same thing you you search for this and instead of you know cursing the darkness you lit a candle and said well okay why not me and why don't we start this and you know and then each year it's grown hasn't it
1: oh absolutely i think w- the way that it's grown has been more along the lines of folks who are sharing that they've done this and getting other podcasters involved now we do have some podcasters who get invited to participate, who are not real thrilled about doing it when they're in the middle of doing it, because it's a lot of work. As a matter of fact, uh, Clay from Fish Nerd said that he actually hated me for most of the month for inventing Pomo, <laughs> but that by the end of the month, and also hated Dave Jackson for the person who you know, introduced him to it. And he said by the end of it all, he was really, really glad he had done it. It was hard, it wasn't easy, but it was a challenge. And that's, you know, challenges aren't easy and that he was glad he had done it, and he's thinking that he may do next year's. So I think it's one of those things. Um, It's really where everyone who's done it understands the value or shares the story about what it meant to them, and then tells other folks about it. So it's kind of like that old commercial about you tell two friends, and so on and so on. In the podcasting space, obviously, we have more amplification because we have more than just the one-to-one, or we have the one-to-many because we've got the global network. But I think that's really where the power of it is in that way of, sharing and you know where it goes to learn share grow and then it just repeats year after year
0: Thank you. Uh, Hey, so Dee, why did you decide to participate? What about this um, you know kind of looked good to you or why did you want to take this challenge?
2: Yes, Um, I have been struggling um, on how to get this message out every time there is another school shooting or um, there is another shooting by um like a uh, of a black kid um every time there is another shooting where someone goes in and just shoots up a concert or something like that it's just fear is rampant and I knew I had a message um I grew up in a neighborhood of about 100 kids uh six of us made it out alive um six of us made it to the age of 18 but my mother in the midst of that she taught me Two, two scriptures. She taught me the 91st Psalm. She taught me the 23rd Psalm. And those two um, chapters in the Bible kept me alive, kept me, I'm 68 now. And I've never worried about my children Uh the way I see other parents worrying about their children. And so fear is something that I've learned how to deal with how to combat and how not to walk in it. Um, As you can tell, I, I, I live my life based on what the Bible says. And there's a scripture in the Bible that's uh, where Job was afraid of some things going on. And one of the things he said was the thing that I greatly feared has come upon me. Fear ties us to what we're afraid of and people don't realize that. So I wanted to be able to help people learn how they cannot walk and live in fear. And um, I kept getting this thing in my head about podcasting. And so I had met Jennifer, as I said, in 2017, and I reached out to her and uh, she said, well, hey, I'm doing this NatPod Pomo. And I'm like, okay, what is that? And she's like, well, it's kind of doing 30 podcasts, one a day for the month of November, and you're failing forward. So I said, okay, we're going to try this. And, um, As she said, my first podcast was just really horrible, and I'd like to burn the first week. But by the time I got to the 30th one, um, I was more comfortable with myself and able to uh, get the message out about how we don't have to live in fear. People are so afraid. Um, They speak fear. They talk fear. They're afraid of everything. And it's it's something that we don't have to live with.
0: I think that is amazing and such a powerful message in today's environment. I um, I do think that we, a lot of us are afraid and people are afraid. And I also don't think there's enough um, love and compassion and going in there. So I think that is definitely you pushing and, and trying to get that message out as something you should be very proud of. Um So you said you got, what do you think, why do you think you improved over the um, 30 days? Is it just the repetition or did you, did you learn a lot? When, what did you learn?
2: I learned everything because I knew nothing. (laughs) That's basically it. So yes, I did improve. Um. Uh, I'm more comfortable with myself. I've discovered that even if I only help one person, that person has less to be afraid of and less that the enemy will be able to terrorize them through fear. And maybe they, in turn, can help somebody. I've discovered that there's an abundance of tools out there that, um, to help me. And all I have to do is learn how to use them. And I've discovered that there are people out there with talents and abilities that are willing to help me to learn how to do this better and what I don't know, I can hire somebody to teach me and I've learned that if I don't stop, if I don't give up, I'll not only reach my goals but exceed them. Um, one of the things I still have to learn is how to make my podcasts the same length. Uh, they were anywhere from four minutes to maybe 15, fourteen or 15 minutes and so I've got to learn how to make them so that they're the same length. Uh, I've learned that to expect more from myself because without expectation I'll stay stagnant. I've learned a lot.
0: Uh, That's great. So, Jennifer, this must be very um, satisfying for you because, you know, uh, I don't know, Dee, before we started, I'm immediately captivated by her. I'm captivated by her story. And and what a great example of someone having some a passion to share and then taking it out there and doing it. And you are at least partially responsible for her getting her message out. That's got to feel great.
1: It really does. I mean, one of the, the big... Highs that I get out of participating is hearing the stories of of the lessons learned and where people are going forward. When someone says, "I'm taking what I learned and I'm actually going to do this as a full time podcast," that is so rewarding. I also hear folks who say, "I didn't really like what I did, but I learned something from it." And I will say, pretty pretty much, you fall into a few camps. One, you loved it; it was great. You, you know, it's it's you wrap it up with a bow and you're done with Napod Pomo till next year. Other times, folks are like, "I really enjoyed this, and I would like to continue this." Now, not every day, but in a new format—maybe weekly, maybe a couple days a week—and that's also good. And then, folks always have lessons learned. Now, we talk about, you know, people like Kyle Bondo, who, for he said, for two years, he had been wanting to do an audio drama, and he went to conferences and workshops and did a lot of uh, personal study, but he never actually jumped into doing audio drama. And he thought, "Napod Pomo." Let's go ahead and see if I can do, you know, this as an audio drama, which out of all the years we've been doing NAPOD POMO, I have never had anyone tackle an audio drama during NAPOD POMO. And so I was really impressed and he did a really great job in a short amount of time. He mixed it up with um, some behind the scenes stuff, which I learned a whole lot about how audio dramas are done just by listening to his, you know, between the pauses. That was really exciting. And then you hear stories. Like, you know, folks who, like uh, Dave Lee up in the UK, we have a really good UK, Ireland um, kind of group of folks that participate. Dave Lee said that he had a, he started something called the Big Slurp just to do a daily one. And he actually wasn't going to do it this year. He's done it in years past. And he said, I'm not doing it this year. But his UK buddies were kind of egging him on. So he said, fine. And he jumped in like, I don't know, maybe three days in and he caught up. And he said after he finished it, he said, you know, I really like doing the big slurp. I think I'm going to make it its own podcast, even though he has a regular one that he does already. So those are the kinds of stories that I get really jazzed about is where people experience some kind of growth or transformation, whether it's that they're going to continue something or whether they learn something really valuable. But all in all, it's been just this really fun experience every year. And this year, it seemed like we had a really dynamic and highly engaged group. And that's always fun. Yeah,
0: I, just to share a little bit about my thoughts behind this, um, I had decided this spring to do um, 40 Days of Springsteen. Um, There was, you know, the Lenten season was happening and I thought, hey, it would be kind of interesting to do, to pick a Springsteen lyric and then use that. The similar that some people might do Bible verses during a Lenten season and then talk about what it meant to them. To And I got my listeners, I got about 20 so listeners to contribute and shared, and uh, turns out there's not 40 days in Lent, there's actually 48 because you don't count Sundays. <laughs> so I ended up doing having to do like 47 episodes in a row and I said, I'm never doing this again. That was just too much work. Um, as I was telling my lovely bride, Linda, you know, 40, that's a lot of episodes. <laughs> and then when I read your challenge and talk about it, I said, okay, it was hard, but I should do it again. And I did, didn't want to do just the songs again. So one of the things my sister does is she always does gratitude posts every day on Facebook. She, for every day, of, every day in November, she puts a Facebook post of what she's happy about, what she's thankful for. And so I kind of combined the two and did mine was gratitude post, things that I'm passionate about, things that I love, things I'm grateful about. And then I mixed in regular interviews with fans to get my 30 days. Um, What I learned is that, yes, it's hard, but I like the challenge. And now then for December, I'm going to do 12 Days of Christmas songs for the 12 Days of Christmas. And I'm going to count down the 12 Days Before Christmas, some of my favorite holiday songs, and give the stories behind it. So you may have created a... Um, I don't know if "monster" is the right word, but you may have created a podcast machine, Jennifer.
1: <laughs> I love that. You know, Steph uh, uh, Fuccio started a Pod Revmo. Wait, NAB pod Revmo, or maybe it's just Pod Revmo, which is Podcast Review Month. And so, in the month of December, she's going and reviewing people's podcasts for her episodes, which I think is so much fun. So, she also started something brand new after Napod Pomo, just because she was inspired.
0: Yeah. And I just think that's a great thing. Um, so D what, not only did you learn how to do the podcast more, but did you learn anything about yourself and what, you know, you had a message to begin with. You wanted to show people how to rise above their fears. Did you learn anything about yourself or how you wanted to share that message?
2: I did learn. Um, I learned that I could like I said that I could do this um I didn't I did the 30 podcasts I did not do a podcast a day there were like maybe six or seven days in a row that I didn't do it at all and so then towards the end I ended up having to do two or three a day in order to finish um the month I learned that I wanted to continue absolutely doing this um but not every day. So I'm trying to just figure out now um, if I'm going to do two or three a week or how I'm going to do this. Uh, I've decided that I've done 30 episodes because most of them were based on Psalm 91. And so now I believe the next set of podcasts podcasts that I'm going to do will be on Peace. Because, see, the thing is, when you get rid of something, you have to replace it with something or it'll come back. So now that we've started working on getting rid of the fear, it has to be replaced with peace. And so that's going to be the next thing that I'm going to tackle. Um, I've also found that I miss it. After doing those 30 episodes in 30 days, I actually miss podcasting. So um, I've learned that I like it uh, and that, yes, I do have a message. And um, I believe the more I do it, the comfortabler I will get. And uh, I'd like to learn how to begin interviewing people like we're doing now. And I'm building a website, which at 68, this is no small task, okay, um, and so I just learned now that I'm supposed to be doing show notes, so now I've got to go and investigate that and figure out how I can incorporate that because there were no show notes. Show notes. My focus was getting these podcasts out. So uh, there's a whole new world of things that I need to learn now and that I'm learning.
0: You know, and I also think you should embrace the fact that there is – there are suggested ways, but there really is, as I do air quotes, no correct way to do a podcast. Um, some of them are an hour long. Some of them are five minutes long. Um, you know, I, I think there's best practices. You want, you, you want your listeners to like you because if you're not likable, no one wants to listen to you. Uh, but you, and, and you want to have a comfortable format so that they will kind of know what to expect. You know, it's the old um, notes that used to give speakers, right? Tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, then tell them what you told them. Um, I, I tend to do the same agenda on my discussion um, podcast. that I tell in advance, I said, here's the rough discussion As you guys know, like, I sent an agenda out for this going, okay, just so we'll know, um, just to kind of keep it things. But I think, D, as you grow and learn, you'll know what works for you and your audience. And I think as long as you're having fun, you should, this is just wonderful.
1: I'm going to agree with that because I think what you've done is you've taken your audience on this journey with you, which I think a lot of times folks discount, they feel like they have to be perfect before they launch. And the fact is if you, which is what you did, you know, you just decided to do this and started sharing it, but you take folks on the journey. And so now the next step is I just finished 30 days of podcasting and now I'm going to do this regular, not just in the challenge, and I'm discovering show notes, I'm discovering this, I'm learning this, I'm, you know, learning mic technique, I'm learning equipment. Take your audience on the journey, and it's kind of a fun thing for them to cheer you on, because I know I was cheering you on big time, because you and I had spoken several times over the last couple years about ways of getting your message out, and we'd spoken, I think, back in the summer about you potentially doing a podcast, and you expressed some interest, but As we got closer to Pomo, the opportunity to kind of really get you involved was there. And the thing was, I can invite you to all kinds of things, but if you don't decide to join and participate, it doesn't do you any good. And so I myself, just knowing you the way that I know you, am super proud of you.
2: Oh, thank you. I, uh, yeah this was like, this is what you're going to do. And this is the person I've put in front of you to help you do this. And it just, everything just fell into place. And thank you for the tips on um, just taking people along on the journey with me and uh, the tips that you gave me, Jesse. I just, I'm going to listen to this again and 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 write some notes down and incorporate um, your suggestions. And I'm very excited. I am so excited to be doing this. I really am.
0: Well, I got to tell you, Dee, that um, I am really looking forward to go back and listening to your 30 days um, because um, I, one of my favorite thoughts, and um, unfortunately I tend to put everything in Springsteen words, so I apologize in advance, but one of his songs is Better Days. And the thought is that well, one of the lyrics is, well, it was, you know, I, my w- life passed me by while, while it was all slipping away and uh, waiting for my real life to begin. And one of my core beliefs is we have to enjoy this journey, that too many people say, well, once I get my podcast well, then I'll be happy. Or once I graduate from college, then, I'll be good once I get the kids out of diaper then versus you got to enjoy that time when they're in diapers and when you're not sleeping you have to enjoy the time when you're working for that big promotion because life is truly a journey and and appreciating each part of it is how you I think you enjoy life and how you win at life and so I, I really want to do because I know at times I'm afraid. I have been afraid for a lot of different reasons. And, and hearing you give suggestions and ways to fight fear, not only is something I think that can be entertaining, but I think it's a noble purpose. And I am really excited about going back and visiting that, um, you know, your, your episode.
2: Well, thank you very much jesse i um that's That's my goal to let people know that you don't have to be afraid. you do not have to be afraid. F- fear keeps us in bondage. I remember hearing um, stories about people um, when I was growing up who were afraid to leave the house and they were in such fear and what we don't realize, like I mentioned before, we tie ourselves to the thing that we fear and Because we keep seeing these things in our mind. We keep going over and over and over it in our mind. And you'll hear people say, you know what? I knew that was going to happen. Well, yeah, you did, because you kept seeing it. Our imaginations are powerful um, tools that were given to us. And we use our imaginations um, in so many ways. But people don't understand that uh, our imaginations will tie us to either the good in life or the bad in life and we should stop ourselves from continuously thinking about the things that we don't want because once we do they begin to come out of our mouths and then it's 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 a whole it's it's a whole plethora of things that we do that will either turn out for our good or our bad um so Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's, my message.
1: I, well, and I love that because uh, the, there's a, a verse that says something about the power of the tongue, right? So yes. the, the power of life and death is in, in the tongue or something like that. I'm very, yes, life and death are
2: in the power of the tongue and those that um love it will eat the fruit thereof. That's the scriptures, Proverbs 18, 21.
1: Right. So we speak our truth. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's easy to complain and it's easy to say, oh, this is this, but if we can say whatever it is, I'm going to succeed. And then guess what? You will succeed. So I know we're going a little bit off of podcasting, but I really do um, enjoy that kind of a message because we do have the power every day that we wake up is a brand new day and we can shift our directions and we can go a new path. And it doesn't mean that it's a magic wand and it happens immediately, but we can take those small steps to get us more of what we want and less of what we don't. Yeah. And
0: one of my i i always throw this in there um my wife is the dr phil fan not me but one of the statements he says is monsters live in the dark and and i find that a powerful statement um and acknowledging what frightens us immediately helps you to fight it and and so i do think that and and yes i think In a little way, this, the, the, well, I couldn't do a podcast because I wouldn't be very good at it, or I say too many, uh, uh, um, and I have too many verbal tics, which I have way too many, or my sound won't be perfect, or I'm not going to have anyone listen. Um, you, you, you do it for yourself. You, you, you find something you're passionate about, you share it. You do the best you can and enjoy the process, not necessarily, oh, I didn't get, you know, I didn't get thousands of downloads per episode, so I guess I'm a failure. No, if you had a good time and five people listened, good for you. And, and wouldn't you agree with that sentiment, Jennifer?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I, I go back to, I used to do camps, which are the user generated conferences, did those back in 2007, 8, 9, 10, 11, those years. So, pod camps, bar camps, tweet camps, Moby camps, those user generated conferences to cultivate community. And when we did our very first one in 2007, I didn't know if anybody beyond our little group was going to show up. And what I had someone who had held these in, in Texas and other cities say if you have 10 people show up and there's meaningful conversation, you had a successful event, pat yourself on the back, and do it again next year, and that's liberated me in so many ways to not feel the pressure to have to have big numbers show up, now we wound up having, I think, uh, be- because it was a-, a-, a day event, so I think maybe between 50 and 60 people, maybe 70 people show up, if I were- it's been years, right, but there was real meaningful conversation that happened that back in 2007 for PodCamp in San Antonio, and The next year, it was much, much bigger. And we were in the newspaper, we were in the news for all these events. So it did grow, but in order for it to have grown, I had to do that first one that I had no idea whether it was gonna succeed or fail. And once I took the pressure off of needing it to be what I thought it needed to be to be a success, once I just went through the knowing that I could just hold the event and whatever happened there equaled success, it was very liberating. And I've actually operated that way for everything I do, from this point on, it's like if I held Napod Pomo and only I participated and I learned something from it, then it was a success. Now, obviously, I want the global community to participate in this because I do know what a powerful impact participating in a community-driven kind of um, challenge can be. But even then, if if one person joins me, if three people, if fifty, if hundred, if a thousand, if there's meaningful stuff going on, that's success. Just
0: not that number, as we're just talking about numbers aren't important, but I am curious, do you have a rough idea, Jennifer, of how many different um, participants joined us in this um, this celebration of podcasting for the month of November?
1: Our The group has existed in several different spaces over the last 12 years, so it's hard to say because it wasn't like I started it on one group, and I can say this is what it is. It started on Meetup, and then it went to Ning, or maybe it started on Ning, and then it went to Meetup, and then now it's on Facebook. So there's been a lot of ebb and flow in there. I will say inside of the Facebook group, we had probably 90 people from last year, and then this year we wound up with 177, but not everybody joins the Facebook group. Um, There's a lot of folks on Twitter that were participating that never joined us on Facebook, and so I was able to kind of interact with them on Twitter, just using the hashtag and then both inside of the group. So it's kind of a nebulous number because there's people who participate that don't ever let us know that they're participating. So, and again, still, if they're doing it and they have success and it makes an impact for them or for their listeners, then it's a win.
0: Absolutely. So um, anything else you wanted to add about the month, either uh, Dee or Jennifer?
2: I didn't realize that podcasting was so big. Um, When I was a little girl, radio was the big thing. It was radio, and then it was TV, and then it was a little bit of both, and then radio kind of um, faded, and it was just TV. And uh, I did not realize that podcasting had become such a big thing, or even I didn't realize that there was such a thing, and then that it had grown. and when I was speaking with Jennifer, and she started talking about um, things that she was interested in, and she's like, "I can't get enough of the podcasting." I'm like, "And I'm like, wow!" And since then, it's almost like everywhere I look now is podcast, podcast, podcast. So I'm very excited um, to have joined this new wave uh, That's seems like it's not going anywhere. I'm. because it's so you don't have to sit and watch something you can put it on and do it when you're doing anything and I just I love this I really do I think it's uh, a marvelous way to get your message across. And um, I grew up in New Jersey, so I grew up with Springsteen. So I'm going to be checking you out, Jesse and looking forward to the 12 days of Christmas, because I'm such a Christmas fanatic. I mean, I'd put a tree up in October 31st, if I could. So
0: you will have to join me and we will, I'll have you a guest on set, let Bruce. um, Because I I love, I would love to hear your Springsteen story. Jennifer, how about you? Anything that you want to share before we start uh, making our way toward the end?
1: I will say that podcasting now has never been easier. Back in the early days, it was a bit more of a challenge. If you have a mobile phone, you've got a production studio in your pocket, and you should definitely dive in. And even though now Pod Pomo is over, do your own version. I mean, you're hearing how everyone's creating their own challenges in December. Create your own, create one in January. And then go through with it and take your audience on the journey. Don't worry about the sound of your voice. Don't worry about the equipment. Don't feel like you need to have all the bells and whistles in a studio. Use your phone. Get started with what you have. It's something you already own. It costs $0 for you to get started. If you're worried about the audio quality, go into your walk-in closet. Your walk-in closet is your built-in sound booth in your home. It doesn't cost you a dime. Go in there. Do your recordings. And get your message out there because if you have, like D, if you've got a mission that's been put on you, it's been placed on you, it's something that you know you have to share, then if you're not sharing it, the people that need to hear it are missing out and they're waiting on you to get your voice out there. So get your voice out there and don't let tech be the barrier to entry. Jump in. The podcasting space is very welcoming. I've been involved in this since 2005, and I have never felt like I couldn't ask a question. I never felt like I couldn't reach out to a podcaster. It's very welcoming, very open. So feel free to come in. The water is fine.
0: And, and I want to echo that. Um, there is um, there is a lot of different podcasts. There is um, currently, there is a lot of different topics for people, but there is something really beautiful about being creative in your own way. Um, Instead of just being a consumer, you can be, you know, a maker of creative things and whether your passion is Dr. Who, or you want to, as you said, you know, tell a drama, you want to, you know, discuss um, how to make the world a better place. Just different. There's so many different topics out there that and it will help you connect to the different communities out there. I, I am I'm am amazed when I'm sitting at the phone, you know, and I'm talking to a Springsteen fan from Russia. I am talking to, I have someone from Jersey, of course. I get tons of Springsteen fans from Jersey and the East Coast. But then I get one from the UK and I get one from Canada. And, um, and we're bonded by our love of good music and sharing. And so I, I echo your thoughts, Jennifer. This is out there and you can do it. It's easy and there is so much... Free advice and counsel that people will help you through this, because this is there is there are no winners and losers, and we're all caught in the same game. This is truly um, the pie keeps getting bigger as we share, and I, I urge people to get out there and uh, to let their voice be heard. It's important. All right. Um, D, you already said you're planning to do, t- talk to me a little bit more. Um, what, what are your plans coming up?
2: My plan is to figure out how many podcasts I'm going to do a week and start podcasting on peace, on adding peace, replacing the fear with peace.
0: That, that is great. And Jennifer, how about you?
1: Um, as I mentioned earlier, I do a lot of production. My company does a lot of production. And so I have uh, three projects my that my company's working on, but personally, I'm like d, i'm I'm just like missing Nappo Pomo so much that I reached out to a dear friend who wrote a book, and the proceeds of his book go towards um one of the local animal shelters. And I said, you know, I really missed an opportunity to dive deep with you into the background of your book and to really learn more about what motivated you to write this book, as well as what motivated you to make the animal shelter the beneficiary of any um, profits from the book. And if you're game, I'd like to do a Monday through Friday daily podcast with you to go through that in January. And he said, I would love to. And I said, well, let's take a look at your book. You've got 10 chapters. I say we do 12 episodes and you know, one is an intro and then one episode per chapter and then a conclusion. And he said, let's do it. So that's a kind of a fun personal thing I'm going to be doing in January. And I'm really, really looking forward to it.
0: Yeah, that does sound a lot of fun. Um, As I've said, you know, I'm already in the process of recording my 12 days of Christmas music um uh, there are going to be short 5 to 7 minute podcasts where i just pick a favorite christmas song and kind of talk about why i love it and what it means to me and can share a little background um i'm going to continue to talk to springsteen fans uh we ha- i have several episodes coming up so um it's it's what i love to do um so d where can we find you on social media and where can we find your podcast?
2: I'm not sure where you can find the podcast. <laughs> I uploaded them to... What's,
0: what's, what is your podcast name?
2: It's called Living Fear Free. Okay. Living Fear Free. Yes. Um, you can find um, Okay. So if I'm not mistaken, they are on... Uh you can tell I'm so new, right? Anchor? Yes, I did them on Anchor. So and I think that they um were uploading them to uh iTunes and Spotify, but I have not went gone to look for them. So I don't even know if they've been downloaded. I have no idea. Like I said, this is very new to me. Uh I am going to get a subscription and see if I can move them. And I am building a website, so I'm going to put them on the website. The website is called um, Working God's Word. And uh, if anyone wants to contact me, they can contact me at uh, at d.workinggodsword.com. Hello?
0: Yes, um, perfect. I was actually doing a search for your oh. podcast, and yes, it is on um, Living Fear Free. D Price. Um, it is on iTunes, and uh, I will include the link into the show notes. Um, so, and um, I will. I'll also include your email address, Jennifer. How about you?
1: I am ePodcaster on Twitter. Jennifer Navadetta everywhere else. But if you start at ePodcaster on Twitter, it'll take you everywhere else. My company name is brewing.media. You can also find my personal blog at jennifernavadetta.com. But I would say if you start at ePodcaster, you'll find me everywhere. And then as far as my podcasts go, I've had so many over the years, Morning Brewcast, Tech and 20. <laughs> That um, in reality, NAPOD POMO is really what I do consistently year after year. Now, I do have this new personal one I'm going to be doing in January. And here's the big question I haven't decided yet. And it's kind of, it's something that I'm, I'm kicking around. And I really like this idea that perhaps each month I do a deep dive with someone on their project. So instead of having a guest that you interview for one show, we actually spend the month together doing a deep dive into their project and that's what I think is going to be my big new thing in 2020.
0: Ooh, that sounds fun that sounds real fun good. Um, So um, Jennifer D what questions should I have asked that I didn't ask (laughs) either do you guys have anything for me or is there something you wanted to share that you were hoping I would ask and I didn't?
2: I'm good. I think you've asked everything that I can answer at this point and stage in my life, in in my podcasting life. So uh, I'm just, I'm very happy uh, because it also um, gave me clarity. Uh, I don't know if that makes sense, but I I have a little bit more clarity about my next step and um, what I have to uh, dig into in order to make this a reality. Going well, forward. I think one of the
1: things to consider, Dee, is that um what you have learned in, in 30 days, if you went no further but just continued doing what you've learned and shared that with someone else, think about that ripple effect. And yet we all know that you're going to continue to grow and expand your knowledge. So it's not just what you're learning personally and the message that you're sharing out for your listener base, it's also the knowledge that you're gaining so that way you can pass it on to someone else who can then take that knowledge. And create their own podcast and move forward. And so here's something, here's something I'll I'll tell you will happen to you. People are going to start coming to you and they're going to say, how do you do that? You know, can you show me, can you train me? And you might just have a consulting business that is going to pop up out of this just organically, naturally. I'm giving you this a, a, a little bit of not warning, but a little bit of heads up on what's going to come for you in this next year as you continue to delve into podcasting, because that's exactly what happens to everyone that I work with. I tell them this, they don't believe me. And pretty soon they're either speaking on stage about it or training groups or teams or adding it as a piece of their business. And so I predict that that will happen with you as well.
2: All right. I take that. Thank you very much.
0: That sounds very nice. Well, uh, I can be found at Twitter at Jesse Jackson DFW. Um, as from there you can find my different podcasts. Um, I am always looking for people who are passionate about music to join me on Set Lessing Bruce to kind of share your musical journey and how music has been important to your life. So please reach out to me. You can find me at Bruce at gmail.com. Um, Jennifer D., this was a blast. I, I, I feel very blessed to have got to spend a little bit of time with you guys this afternoon. Uh, Dee, any final thoughts?
2: Um, I just am so thankful uh, for this new path that I'm on. Um, my husband passed away uh, last year and so this is a new set and you know, People get to a certain stage of their life and then they just stop. And I feel so blessed that and energized that I've got something else to stick my teeth in, to look forward to. Uh, and I'm just, I'm very excited. I am just, I've got the biggest smile on my face. I just um, am very happy to have um, a, another path that I'm walking on, that this is not the end for me. I um, feel like it's another beginning. So I'm very blessed. And thank you for having me on, Jesse.
0: Oh. This
2: was really cool.
0: I'm thrilled that you guys both joined me, and I agree with you. you. You're on a new path, and you're not alone, and I believe you're making a difference, and good for you. Jennifer, how about you?
1: I would say that whatever path that you're on, if it's not the path that you want to go on, turn around, make a pivot, make a left or a right. And podcasting can be part of that pivot. And it's not just for what you're going to learn, but the people that you're going to meet and how they're going to become a part of your network and your community. And it can be a real powerful place for you. So go podcasting and uh, be well.
0: Awesome. Well, I just want to say thank you both for joining me. Um, I I will end with, um, there are a lot of wonderful podcasts out there Um, Do your part to support them, Um, whether you're a creator or just a listener. um, We are desperate for feedback um, to go to wherever you hear your podcast to rate and review. Send us feedback about what you like. Tell us what you'd like to hear from us. All of us are doing this out of the love of the subject we're discussing, and we love to hear from our audience. So. Um, I think we'll end with that. Uh, Jennifer D. um, Bless you both. You guys are just good people, as we say down south. And uh, I am so honored you joined me today. Um, Thank you both. Um, And I think with that, we'll call it a day. Um, Keep hope alive and be good to each other. You just heard the fun talking, hard rocking, music loving, album ranking, fan thinking, joy spreading, lyric reading, story sharing podcast that is the one, the only Set Listing Bruce. Set Listing Bruce is part of the Southgate Media Podcast Group. The theme for Set Listing Bruce was written by David Rosen, used by permission.